Welcome to Soundcheck PGH. Hello. <laughs> There's someone else with me. It's the, me. <laughs> it's me. You've come out from be, from behind the pod, from underneath the pod. Yeah, from underneath the pod, from <laughs> around, from inside the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell the people who you are? Uh, my name's Noah Broad, and I am the producer of Soundcheck PGH. Yeah, do you have that on your resume? Real, real question. I, it just says those words: producer, soundcheck, PGH, <laughs> in in like size seventy two font, and that's my oh, resume. that's the entire resume. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> that's all you need. That's all. I that's need. A, yeah, yeah. Because my resume, I don't even have one yet. But when I make one, it's just <laughs> going to say uh, on air talent, soundcheck, PGH. What is even in my title? I think you should just have a link to the soundcheck PGH <laughs> Podbean page. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. speaks for itself. <laughs> here's here's a URL. I handed my resume. It's a printout paper. Here's the URL. <laughs> Type this into your browser and go see for yourself who you're talking to. We are doing what has become an annual tradition. The holiday songs episode, the Christmas songs episode. This is version 2019. We can say annual tradition now because we did this in 2018. Yes, I remember. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't say annual then because it would have just been just one. Yeah, we would have been phonies. But mm-hmm. now it's legit. Yep, it's yeah. legit. This is annual year two because they are both uh, the the joy of the season and at times the bane of our existence. Yeah, um, They're inescapable this time of year. There's a lot going on. There's a ton of them. So I think uh, what we have come up with here is a bracket March Madness style. Yeah, December Madness. December Madness. Christmas Madness. Christmas Madness. Christmas Madness. Uh, so just ground rules real quick. We each picked eight of these songs, loosely, I guess. We, we collaborated on a couple. Yeah. But we have a field of 16 songs that we are matching up head-to-head, and we are going to debate the merits and the detriments of each song. <laughs> You're looking at me strangely, is that correct? <laughs> and we're going to come to some sort of agreement on who wins. And we're going to move that song on. And we're going to build the whole bracket. We're going to crown an ultimate winner. And that's going to be our opinion. And then, to see how we fared, we're going to turn to the court of public opinion. Because we live in a democracy, damn it. Yes, and America never gets anything wrong. Well, the world never gets anything wrong, (laughs) because we are going by Spotify streams. Yes. We are going to take a look at how our bracket fares against the court of popular opinion, which song has the most streams on Spotify, and we're going to see how we did. Yeah. All right. That sounds good to me. Let's jump right in, shall we? (laughs) Let's jump right in. Uh, In the first bracket, we have The Christmas Song. Going up against Soulful Christmas. Now, your pick was the Christmas song. Uh, which which version is that exactly? Uh, I believe that's the uh, Bing Crosby version of the Christmas song. And it's a classic. It's, uh, you know, you hear it every year. Classic. Commonly subtitled, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. I don't know why they subtitle it that. What do you mean you don't know why? Because it's the Christmas song, it's the classic. Yeah, but song. no one Every... knows. No one knows what that Everybody means. Everybody knows what that means. No, I would not have known this was the Chestnuts Roasting song unless you had told me. I don't, I'm questioning your qualifications for running a Christmas <laughs> podcast. <right now. laughs> 
Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose you All right, but it's going up against Soulful Christmas by James Brown. That's what it's gonna be Have everything I need Around my soulful Christmas tree I have just recently been getting into James Brown in earnest, and he's great. Oh, yeah? The godfather of soul? Total respect to James Brown. Definitely. But I do think that the Christmas song is the more classic of the two. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you. I do also... I mean, Soulful Christmas is pretty great. Are there any parts in that song where where James uh, is is telling his band what to do? (laughs) Because those are my favorite parts of James Brown songs. He's very aggressive about directing his bandmates. <laughs> you know, it'll be like, stop. <laughs> I don't. All right. Know. You know what? We'll, we're gonna we're gonna move on the Christmas song. The next bracket is the Carol of the Bells bracket. Oh my gosh. This is the this is where it all goes down. This is where it goes down. So we have Carol of the Bells by Destiny's Child. Yes. And we have Carol of the Bells by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. So it's like pop R&B versus metal. Yes. Right now. This metal is, Christmas. Yes, metal Christmas, yeah. With like wailing guitars. It's pretty metal. What are your thoughts on Trans-Siberian Orchestra overall? Uh, I don't have any. I only, you don't have any? Yeah, no. I only know that song, really. What other songs do they have? I don't, I don't know. know, but they do a whole Christmas tour every year. They, like, play everywhere. Who goes to that? Have you heard the Carol of the Bells, Destiny's Child's? Destiny's I don't think I've heard it. Child version? I don't know that that's... It's gorgeous. That could be improved upon. What? The Trans-Siberian Orchestra can't be improved upon? <laughs> No, just that version of the song. I mean, it's it that's kind of what you're saying. Lends itself perfectly to the to the wailing guitars. Yeah, it does. Is it it what, does. Do they sing in in? Yeah. Do they sing words? Mm, yeah. What are the words? Okay, hold on. We're gonna take it's usually five. An instrumental. We're gonna play this. All right, you ready? All right. One seems to hear words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air. Yeah, that's legit. I All right, like you've, you've heard it. Yeah. Give me your initial thoughts. Oh, man, that was way better than the, <laughs> the, the, the talent required for that version was much, much higher. I mean, no I, no Look, offense to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Their, their version's cool. We don't want to offend anybody on this it, podcast. It I'm will... sure they're gonna, they're gonna be, their feelings are going to be very hurt. Dwight Schrute loves the Trans-Siberian Orchestra version. I will always think of him rocking out on The Office whenever I hear it. That's but, true. You're but right. I, I do think that uh, the Destiny's Child version yeah, is Yeah, we're, we're moving that one on. Better. It's, it's, just, uh, it's just hands down. 
The next matchup is My Favorite Things by John Coltrane. Okay. And Christmas Time is Here by Charles Schultz. Uh, no. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Charles Schultz wrote the, wrote the Peanuts comic. Vince Guaraldi oh, wrote yeah, the music. Yeah. so it's christmas time is here by vince garaldi i mean it's a classic song it's a great christmas album yeah oh the whole album rock solid very jazzy oh so i don't think there's i don't think there's any lyrics are there yeah there are christmas oh 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 yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) clearly i don't remember this song i'm so disappointed i'm on the verge of telling you to leave no hold on hold on hold on (laughs) So, next up, My Favorite Things by John Coltrane. Before we pick a winner on this one, we have to decide, is My Favorite Things a Christmas song or not? It's not really. I it think it is. It's just a random song that wants to be a Christmas song, well, but falls short of the mark. I mean, where is that line, though? If you played a, a Smash Mouth song at a Christmas party, people would take notice and be like, this is not Christmas music. If you played My Favorite Things by John Coltrane, no one would think twice. And I feel like that's my argument. The best part about John Coltrane's version is no specification on his favorite things. There's no lyrics. Yeah. There's just the soprano sax, baby. <laughs> his favorite things are the smooth-ass notes. That's, that's <laughs> the only things. Um, so, but but I guess, I guess if we're going to pick a winner, I guess we have to go with the one that has Christmas in the title. If yeah. there's any debate about whether it's even a Christmas song. How does it have a leg to stand on in our bracket yes. of Christmas songs? That's that's a fair point. We'll take it. We're moving on. Uh, this is we're we're approaching the halfway point uh, of the of the first round here, and we have Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies versus Christmas in Harlem. This is old versus new to the extreme. Yes. So, which version of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies are you are you going with here? The live, like eighteen ninety five version. If 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 I could get it, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most people know the version of that. That most people know. This is a Nutcracker. Yeah, yeah. It's from the Nutcracker right. Suite, which is like totally solid throughout. But I felt like I needed to choose just like one of the songs. From yes, the Nutcracker it would be suite. unfair to just go ahead and choose the whole Nutcracker. Yeah, it would just win. Um, Christmas in Harlem is the Kanye Christmas song, 
which right. before the 2019 Kanye, this was uh, this, <laughs> uh, this came out. I, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to look it up here. So we got it came out in 2010. So that was peak. That was peak Kanye. That was that, that was, was like legit Kanye. I think Christmas in Harlem could pull the upset. Even though we ain't falling, feel like we bought it all. The mistletoe's right here. Come give a kiss. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas to all and all a good night. Huh. Now we all living the good life. Yeah. Though it's 40 below the windshield. And we wipe the snow up off the I think Christmas in Harlem Still might be the dark horse. I think even though Sugar Plum Fairy is the kind of more iconic Christmas tune. So who's moving on here? I feel like we have kind of an we're at impasse. we're at a bit of an impasse. I think Christmas in Harlem's got to move on because I think it's it's here's the thing. It's very hard to make a good Christmas song that is not a cover of an already good Christmas song. Think about it. Most of the Christmas songs are are have either been recorded for decades at this point yeah or are simply the pop stars of the era of the day the flavors of the month right. covering the old hits right the the best example of a modern christmas song entering the canon is mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you mm. and it's 25 years old oh my god yeah it's 25 years yes. old yes wow so even that has been a quarter of a century. I think we're moving Christmas in Harlem on. I think this is the time where you can move on someone. Because look at what we've got so far. The Christmas song. Well, Destiny's Child moved on, too. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. That was a more of a modern matchup. Yeah. All right. We're, we're moving it. I'm, I'm making the call. We're moving it on. All right, we're going to interrupt uh, the first round here because we're about halfway through with something I call Quiz the Season. Uh, what? Are you ready? <laughs> no. I'm going to test Noah's trivia on Christmas songs with a couple of questions I made up. <laughs> All I have to do is ask you the questions and uh, you tell me what the answer are. You know, what like trivia. Are. What the answer are. <laughs> Question one. I'm going to read you lyrics to a Christmas song. You're going to tell me which Christmas song these lyrics are from. Are you mm. ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. The lyrics are, Old Mr. Kringle is soon gonna jingle the bells that will tingle all your troubles away. Is it A, Holly Jolly Christmas? B, Jingle Jingle Mr. Kringle? C, Santa Claus is coming to town? Or D, The Man with the Bag? Um, I want to first say that Mr. Kringle is just a weird name for a person, and I don't like it. Yeah, that's what's weird about that. <laughs> Nothing about the bells that are going to tingle all your troubles away. It's really kind of his name. Mr. Kringle just kind of doesn't sit right with you. Makes you feel dirty. Um, <laughs> I think it's the man with the bag. I think it's the man with the bag. You're correct. It's the man with the bag. <laughs> that's the worst song ever. It's a pretty terrible song, <laughs> but when I do want to describe Santa and I'm out of things, uh, other descriptive adjectives, the man with the bag works just fine. Oh, gosh, yeah, the man with the bag. Question two. This soulful Christmas classic repeatedly instructs you to shake a hand, shake a hand now. Is it A, last Christmas, B, this Christmas, C, next Christmas, or D, no Christmas? I love that it's instilling good manners in our youth. 
Shake a hand. Shake a hand now. Well, it's a little forceful with it. But yes, it's a it's a it's a proper thing to do. Whether they want you to or not, shake their hand. Um, Especially if you're at a Christmas networking event. <laughs> Just don't shake hands with the old man with the back. Um I, I think it's this Christmas. I think that's the song. Correct! It's This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Who? Multiple times it says shake a hand, shake a hand now. I, I don't understand why. Question three. Winter Wonderland is a holiday classic. There's a line in there that says, Later on we will conspire as we dream by the fire. Which of the following is the actual definition of conspire? A. Give out sweat through the pores of your skin as a result of heat, physical exertion, or stress. B. To exchange thoughts and opinions and speech. C. To join in a secret agreement to do an unlawful or wrongful act or an act which becomes unlawful as a result of the secret agreement. Or D. To withdraw from action or danger. Uh, C. Correct! It's C! It's to join in a secret agreement to do an unlawful or wrongful act or an act which becomes unlawful as a result of the secret agreement. That's what I'm typically doing at Christmas. Well, that's what we're all singing about. Basically, instead of saying, later on we will conspire as we dream by the fire, we might as well say, later on we will join in a secret agreement to do an unlawful or wrongful act or an act which becomes unlawful as a result of the secret agreement as we dream by the fire. Alright, that was Quiz of the Season. Let's go back to the bracket. The next matchup in our bracket involves my favorite Christmas song of all time, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, versus God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Okay, yeah, this one is kind of a no-brainer. Who uh, even sings God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen? Good King Wenceslas? <laughs> It's a choir of old gentlemen from 1600s London parading about the streets with tankards of ale, <laughs> stumbling about, hollering at the local wenches. Well, God, I just wish they would <laughs> give it a rest already. God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Yeah, what if it was more of a directive? <laughs> there was self-reflection involved. Uh, no, I don't think this is this is a, a hard decision. I it's like not. I like God rest you, merry gentlemen. But who doesn't? Yeah, <laughs> I love merry gentlemen. I mean, <laughs> I love when they rest. I, I think we can all agree that merry gentlemen are great, and resting also good. We're really beating around the bush here. Darling, love takes the victory <laughs> because it's Phil Spector and it's a wall of sound and it's a beautiful, soulful Christmas song, and she sings her damn. Yeah, she really belts it, and it's a great performance, and it's a classic Christmas song, and it wins. Well then, moving on, this is this is the matchup we've all been waiting for, folks. This is. Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley versus Santa Bring My Baby Back to Me by Elvis Presley. This is an Elvis off. An Elv off. The jolly old Elv himself. <laughs> jolly old Elv. 
All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, all right. Look, look. Considering that a total of like twenty people in in total have heard <laughs> of the other one, I think Santa bring my baby back to me, and it's a soulful toe tapping bop. <laughs> I don't need a lot of presents to make my Christmas bright. I just need my baby's arms around around me tight. What'd you think of Santa bring my baby back to me? You've made me do so many spit takes with this beer. It's a hunky dory toe tapper (laughs) from the king himself. (laughs) A hunky dory toe tapper from the king himself. Uh, Yeah, and you're the twenty first person to ever hear it. (laughs) (laughs) It when they say deep cut, it's like it's undoubtedly a dark horse. It's it's from the ocean floor. <laughs> it's the, it's deepest. the deepest cut. I don't know. I mean, it's fine. It's good. It's great. It's wonderful. It's a it's a groovy jam, and it's my pick. But I don't, in good conscience, think I can have it beat Blue Christmas. Blue, blue, blue Christmas. Wonderful. <laughs> Yeah, no, so I think I think um yeah. It's blue Christmas. Blue Blue Christmas wins. Yeah. This other song some some goon sang that one. This other blue- song is better, but that's just the way it goes. Sometimes the better thing doesn't win. That's welcome to life, kid. Anyway, the next matchup is White Christmas by Bing Crosby. Like the ones I used to know. Another Bing Crosby song on this list versus Merry Christmas Baby by Otis Redding. Uh, I mean, White Christmas is obviously the heavyweight here. The uh, the preferred candidate. The uh, I will say you snuck two Bing Crosby songs on here. Yeah, I mean, they're great. They're classic. They're good. They're classic. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. But, you know, uh, they just they just get a little old. I mean, if, I'm a little tired of it. If Have if, you heard Merry Christmas, Baby? Uh, no, not as of yet. Let's listen. All right, what, 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 what did you think? It was a good song. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It's very pretty funky, funky, pretty soulful, funky, soulful. It's got a good groove to it. I can't really find any fault with it. And short honest, and to the to the point. I kind of enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, there are a lot of slow Christmas songs, and since we already have the Christmas song. Um, I think it's time to. This is a little bit of an upset, but I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Merry Christmas, baby is moving on. Yeah, Bing Crosby has been toppled, at least in this sense. He still has <laughs> another horse in this race. Yeah, which which it's it's kind of unfair, but I I think this is the way we make amends for it. 
Yeah, well, you know, d- no disrespect, Otis Redding. This is not just a mere makeup call or some sort of uh, bean counting <laughs> equilibrium. This is this is a valid, good Christmas song. I truly enjoy it. Yeah, we also had another funk slash soul song fall to Bing Crosby earlier. Oh, that's right, James yeah. Brown, Soulful Christmas. Well, I this know. is only fair then. This yeah. is almost like a rematch. Yeah, I, and I think they'd been eyeing this one up <laughs> on the calendar. <laughs> All right, moving on. We we have our final matchup of round one, and it is Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson versus Sir Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time. What is it called? Wonderful yeah. Christmas Time? You're, you're like purposefully forgetting the I'm name I'm not of this purposely song. forgetting the name of this. I mean, do, I hate this song. I hate everything about it, but I don't actually remember the title. How can you hate that little guitar riff that goes... <laughs> and that's all it does. <laughs> you know, that's like the the peak of the instrumentalism on the album. I enjoy that you're giving some criticism song. to your pick here, but that is so far down on the things that I hate about this song. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I do hate that part, but but there there are so many other things that I hate about this song. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm, let me just put it to you straight. Paul McCartney pulled the wool over all of our faces. This is a blatant cash grab. Not Paul just McCartney, our eyes, our entire <laughs> face. <laughs> Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney was the old man with the bag, and he pulled it over your face, and it was made of wool. We were all suckered. Look, Paul McCartney showed up at the studio at 9 a.m., said he was going to do a Christmas song, and was back home by 5.30, clocked out at 5. This is a cash grab. This is the most half-assed Christmas song I've ever heard. Paul McCartney is undoubtedly, undoubtedly... Especially in this room, between the two of us, just the two of us uh, opining on this, undoubtedly one of the best songwriters of the 20th century. Yeah. Yeah. We're in agreement. There's no doubt. We're in agreement. So what is this trash Christmas song (laughs) that he came up with? It's First of all, it's like he found a synth that sounded high-techy and cool in 19, I don't know, 79 or whenever the hell this thing came out. But it's like... Instead of experimenting with his newfound synth on an album cut deep on some solo album that only the diehards will listen to, and even then they'll listen to it on purpose, he made it his Christmas song, knowing that in perpetuity it's going to be played forever. We're all going to have to listen to him do this like thing on the synth and it's just like oh my god the lyrics are terrible there's a lot of there's 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 harmonies that just go it's just it's like it, oh man but that chorus is really catchy what chorus simply have a wonderful christmas time oh my god it's so catchy you can listen to it once and then you can be singing yeah, it to yourself but it, it, for but like days. But that just infuriates me that it's so catchy. But that's where why he's talented. He <sighs> made it very no, no, catchy. No, 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 no. And that's no. why yeah, you still yeah. hear that well, song. Look, that's why, it, look, he's talented, but he made a garbage song on purpose. <laughs> do <laughs> the Beatles words. Do the Beatles Jeez. do the Beatles have any Christmas songs? Uh not that I know of. Um Really? It's a missed opportunity. 
John yeah. Lennon has his solo Christmas song. Yeah, and I just heard that on the radio the other day. And, you know, I mean... That it, one holds up. It's a good Christmas song. It's fine. Um, At least it's not him, like, going out of his wheelhouse and trying to do something wild and wacky. <laughs> I mean, it's to be commended when people take risks and things like that. No, not in a Christmas song. <laughs> if he were to break new ground on some solo album in 1979, everyone, everyone loved it. That's one thing. It's not, you don't do your experiments on the Christmas songs. He should know that. He's Paul McCartney. <laughs> okay, well. He's probably laughing all the way to the bank every time he hears it. Yes. That's... He's like, yeah, remember that week I was into synthesizers? That was fun. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I happened to do my Christmas song then. Yeah, yeah. Too bad uh, everyone still has to listen to it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I think it's it's an okay song, but it's, it's definitely overplayed, and I think the Kelly Clarkson track, which we haven't even touched oh, yet. Oh, my gosh, we haven't <laughs> even brought it up yet. Yeah. Okay, it, yeah, it's Kelly a great Clarkson. track, yeah. Really, Underneath really the powerful. tree should be what Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You it should be in its place. I think they can peacefully coexist. Uh, yeah, but there's a there's a there's a winner here, and it's all I want. Like Mariah Carey's so dominant with that song. It's like two alpha predators living in the same ecosystem. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson and Mariah Carey. You can't put them anywhere near each other. They'll eat each <laughs> They'll other. They'll literally tear each other's throats <laughs> out. It's insane. Everyone knows that. <laughs> no, look, this song has punch. It's catchy. It doesn't get on my nerves. It's it, it hits all it checks all the boxes. It hits all the Christmas boxes of like a Christmas hit. Add it to the canon. It's nostalgic, it's retro, it's punchy, it's 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 very upbeat. hard it's very hard to add a new modern song to the Christmas canon. I think it and does I think, well. In, yeah, in I like think it's balancing great. the like the tradition of Christmas music and the sound of Christmas music with like a forward facing look and a forward facing like modern take on that. I completely agree. I think if Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You did not exist, this song would be as big as that one is. But I think because it's our, it's everyone's just like, oh, well, you know what? That's that's nice, Kelly. But we already have one of those. We already have a nostalgic sounding sort of new Christmas song from a powerful vocalist who we're just gonna play ad nauseum now. You know what? I while we have this opportunity to talk about new Christmas music, I also just want to take a crap on that George Michael Christmas song because which one is that? Uh, last Christmas. Oh, wham, wham. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I, I. That always throws me. I, uh, but yeah, it's by Wham. But George, uh, what's the difference? Eh, Okay, but yeah, no. That I, I heard that song and I was like, are there any other lyrics to this song? Like they just sing that That same part over and over again. We're we're probably gonna get uh, trashed for this, but that song because people love that song. It's just like, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it's kind of repetitive and boring. It's just the chorus like over and over again, and it's like that's all it's got. That's that's its only horse, and it's gonna ride it until it's beaten down into the dust. Yeah. I've also always been a little confused about the uh, the the analogy being drawn, 
last Christmas I gave you my heart, but then the very next day you gave it away. So you gave it to someone else? So someone else has my heart now? <laughs> How's that work? Where is my heart? <laughs> Where is my heart? Okay, now that we're at the end of round one, we are going to do another iteration of Quizmas time. Oh, God. You mean Quizmas. Quizmas is correct. <laughs> I am. This is question four. I am going to read you some lines from Twas the Night Before Christmas. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. That is the evidence before you. I will now ask you three questions based off of what you just heard. Okay. When you see someone chubby and plump, do you laugh? <laughs> no. <laughs> then why is this man body shaming Santa? He's clearly a trash person. Just a, an old trash man with a bag. Go on. If you saw someone give you a wink of his eye and a twist of his head, would you be relieved or filled with more dread? I would be filled with more dread. People As would I. shouldn't twist their heads. What does that mean? I, does it go all the way around? <laughs> it's like the exorcist or something. All right, finally, <laughs> is Santa an elf, yes or no? I mean, he's... Not. Is Santa an elf, yes or no? <laughs> I guess no. Correct, he's not an elf, he's a human. <laughs> he's not a human. That's just insane. Well, there's, what else is he then? There's no, there's no way to explain his, his longevity or the fact that he lives literally on an ice cap. <laughs> like, what he, how could he Well, what else would he be? be? He's not an elf. He's a supernatural being. Although, Twas the Night Before Christmas says he's a right jolly old elf. Does that mean, are we to believe he is an elf that looks more like a traditional human overseeing all of his other elves who i don't have that advantage yeah what did they just be like you're the biggest you're in charge (laughs) that's that's a a classic example of leadership right there (laughs) question five which of the following is the biggest empty promise that andy williams makes in the beloved classic the most wonderful time of the year a there will be marshmallows for toasting b there will be much mistletoeing. C, there will be scary ghost stories. Or D, there will be tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Well, first of all, like, none of these things really happen at Christmas. I mean... Oh, you don't say. I wonder why I call them empty promises. (laughs) Like, marshmallows for toasting is, like, camping in the summertime. (laughs) Scary ghost stories is, like, Halloween time. Tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago just doesn't exist. Nobody does that. Like, oh, Grandpa, thanks for telling me about your Model D. I see you conveniently <laughs> skipped over B. There will be much mistletoeing, so I know what goes on at your Christmases. <laughs> When's the last time you actually saw a real mistletoe anywhere? Or, if you did see it, when's the last time you saw people honoring that? I mean, it's 2019. It's the Me Too era. We're not going to just, like, kiss people because Are you going to answer the question, or are you just going to wander into more thin ice? (laughs) Thin ice. It's Christmas time. Um, no, uh, I, I guess the ghost stories one. 
Correct, it's C, scary ghost stories. There are no scary ghost stories. That's Halloween, not Christmas. Question six. Which description <laughs> of the Grinch by Thurl Ravenscroft in the 1966 song You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, would you be most offended by if I were to describe you as such? A, you're a nasty, wasty skunk. B, you're a crooked, dirty jockey and you drive a crooked hoss. C, you're king of the sinful sots. Or D, your heart's an empty hole. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with nasty, wasty skunk. Wrong! The answer is D, your heart's an empty hole. All the others are too fantastically descriptive. D hits a little <laughs> too close to home. <laughs> is, that, is that it? That was Quizmas time. Hope you enjoyed it. Okay, round two, we have the Christmas song by our old friend, Bing Crosby. Boy, what a surprise to see him again. <laughs> versus Carol of the Bells, the Destiny's Child version. Um, the Destiny's Child version of Carol of the Bells was cool, and I liked it. But I think the Christmas song wins. No, look, it's a Christmas song bracket. I would feel wrong saying Destiny's Child's cover of Carol of the Bells beats the original Christmas song by Bing Crosby. The next yeah. matchup is Christmas Time is Here by Charles Schultz. It's <laughs> not by Charles Schultz. Stop. Versus Christmas in Harlem by Kanye West. I mean, Christmas in Harlem is cool. I like it. I feel like we're having the same conversation, and I'll just spare us and say that Christmas Time is Here is going to move on. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, you know, these uh, two tracks that went up against these classic heavyweights, they are good tracks, but I don't know if they have the, the clout. Moving on, we have Darlene Love, Christmas, Baby Please Come Home, versus Elvis Presley. Blue, blue Christmas. Blue, blue Christmas. Uh, I think Darlene Love has to win here. She sings from deep within her soul. It slaps you in the face in the best kind of way. One thing we haven't mentioned... It's like mentioned. getting hit with a branch of Fraser fir. Yeah, right, exactly. I love <laughs> getting smacked in the face with branches of Fraser fir, and that's the audio version of that. <laughs> Next we have Merry Christmas Baby by Otis Redding versus Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. I think we know the answer here. I mean, Merry Christmas Baby is a great, funky, soulful great song. song, but... But it's uh, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, she really nails it on that song. That song is great. Kelly Clarkson, I think, takes this one. We're going to move on. We have the final four. Let's do it. We have Christmas Song by Bing Crosby versus Christmas Time is Here by Vince Girardi. <laughs> Giraldi. Whatever. <laughs> Charles Schultz by Charlie Brown. <laughs> All right, well, they both have Christmas in the name, so I can't decide based on that. Gah. Who are you giving it to? These are both your picks. I do have to say Christmas time is here. It's just such a it's a it's a pretty song and it's really like musically like interesting. I have to go Christmas time is here. That that's also my pick. It's yeah. just a, it's such a classy tune. Yeah. And then on the other side, we have a matchup of my songs. Yeah. We have Christmas, Baby Please Come Home by Darlene Love versus Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. 
The answer here is obvious. It has to be Darlene Love. I love Kelly Clarkson's song, but she's going up against a titan. Classics are classics. Kelly Clarkson rips it on that song, and it's a great song and deserves to be uh, a modern classic. But I think, you know, Darlene Love just kills it on her track, and she deserves to go to the final, and that's that. Well, we're going to need some time to collect our thoughts before the final, so I think it's the final segment of Is It You, Christmas? <laughs> is it you, Quizmas? <laughs> it, it is me. Question seven. Which of the following is not a description of Santa in Twas the Night Before Christmas? A, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. B, smoke from his pipe encircled his head like a wreath. C, he was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot. Or D, his dimples, how merry. <laughs> um, dimples, how merry. You're saying... His dimples, now how merry, was not a description of Santa and Twas the Night Before Christmas? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. It's a trick question. These are all examples and God. explanations of Santa in Twas the Night Before Christmas. This is the most excruciating quiz in the history of quizzes. Question eight. In Mariah Carey's modern Christmas classic, All I Want for Christmas is You, there are several things she says she won't do. We assume she won't do anything because all she wants is you, but which of these does she not specifically state? A. Join in the caroling. B. Wish for snow. C. Make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. D. Stay Stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. Um, I think I think it's got to be a. I think she's got she's got to say she's not going to go caroling. Wait, she's not not going. To, she can't promise that she's not going to go caroling because she's Mariah Carey. I mean, Mariah caroling more like. Hey, you're correct. It's a. She doesn't specifically say she's not going to join in the caroling. We know she's not going to do it because all she wants is you. But it's probably not too high up on her list because she doesn't specify. <laughs> Question nine, which of these creepy Christmas songs really takes the cake? A, Santa Baby. B, Baby It's Cold Outside. C, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Or D, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um... (laughs) How is cake takes the cake defined in this this regard? However you want it to be. Uh, All right. What does it mean to you? It means you would, like, obtain a pastry, I guess. That's exactly what I'm going for. Which of these creepy Christmas songs do you think you would would obtain a pastry? I don't know. Um, I'm, I guess I'm going to say C. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. because. I, Why are you saying C? I, I, <laughs> did I hurt your feelings? I'm just curious. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I think it, it, it has a, a, a fun sweet Yes, because meeting. fornication is fun and sweet. You're correct. It's C. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> Question 10. Which of these onomatopoeic devices is quite literally the worst? <laughs> a. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum, the little drummer boy. B. Ring-a-ling, 
by Silver Bells in Silver Bells. C, Thumpity Thump Thump in Frosty. D, Jiggity Jig, Hee Haw, Hee Haw, Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. Or E, Jingling Ringling Tingling 2, Sleigh Bells. Nobody can say a fucking word about Dominic the Christmas Donkey. He is a god. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? You heard me. (laughs) Dominic the Christmas Donkey is beyond reproach. He is untouchable. (laughs) You will not slander him with this quiz option. I demand that you black that out. Is that your answer? No. (laughs) Obviously, the answer is C, because Frosty the Snowman is a clown, and nobody even wants him for Christmas. He's a joke, and his song sucks. Wrong! The answer is D. It's jiggity jiggy haw he haw. You, Dominic sir. Christmas <laughs> you, <donkey>. sir. <laughs> no Italian donkey says jiggity jig. No donkey at all. I don't care if he's Italian says jiggity jig. You didn't enjoy your time on <laughs> I Saw Mommy Kissing Quizmas? That doesn't make sense. We have the finals before us. Christmas Time is Here by Sir Charles Lindenberg versus Darlene Love's Christmas Baby Please Come Home. Ah, oh, man. I think this one we have to go to the books. I think we... All right. We leave it like this. All right. All right. So we're going to crown... The winner of our bracket as Darlene Love Christmas. Baby, please come home. So Darlene Love won ours. I will say, in a terrible, in terrible news to myself, we were able to find stats from 2018 of the top 10 most streamed Christmas songs of, of the 2018 holiday season. And the only one that is on our field of 16 here is Wonderful Christmas Time <laughs> by Paul McCartney. So he is the de facto, much to my dismay... He is the de facto winner of our bracket by popular opinion. On that note, we're going to wrap up our 2019 Christmas songs edition of Soundcheck PGH. Uh, It's been a great year. I hope everyone has a great holiday season, a great new year. We're going to be back in 2020 better than ever. There's going to be a lot more interviews of your favorite local Pittsburgh artists. There's going to be countdowns. Actually, in January of 2020, we're going to be doing kind of like a posthumous look back on 2019. Posthumous. (laughs) Jesus. The year, the, the, the year has died. We're going to be dissecting the corpse of 2019. Yeah. Don't miss it. <laughs> and picking out the best music <laughs> from your, from Pittsburgh. It's going to be fun. We're all going to have fun. It's going to be great. Oh, wow. Stay with us. You can find us on Facebook. I'm Jack Doherty. 
I'm joined here by Noah Brode, our producer who has come out from behind the curtain. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We'll see Christmas. you guys soon. Dun, dun, dun.